You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Hope everyone is doing well. I hope you are ready to learn some English terms we use when we talk about driving in English. And it looks like we have a full house already. Before we get started, let me just say hello to a couple friends. We got Audie the Thai. He is here from Thailand. Cecilia, Argentina's in the house. Natalia, Chile is in the house, or do you pronounce it Chile? And in the United States, we say chili, just like the food we sometimes eat with the beans. Meg is here. She's from India. Linda's here. Italy's in the house. Benvenuto. Benvenuto. Yulia's here. Russia, right? Yulia, Russia. Austin, I know that guy. He's from the United States. Welcome, everyone. I, I might have missed a few people. Arthur says he is from Peru. So, welcome. If you're new here, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a lesson. Let's not forget Asia. They are here. Audie's here from Thailand. Noriko from Japan. Harry, Indonesia. If I missed you, I am sorry. I think that's, oh, no, wait, Freddie Wolf. We need to represent Europe. France is here. France is here. Hope everyone is doing well. Yeah, I did create a poll wondering who can drive and who can't drive. In the United States, it's almost necessary to drive. We live in a big country. We don't have great trains. We don't have great public transportation for going from one city to the next. So I think driving on a road trip is a very American thing. If you want to travel across Europe, you could probably do it on a train. If you wanted to travel across Asia, I think the trains there are pretty good as well. Not so here in the U.S. Easy rider says he is actually driving right now. Well, I hope if you are driving, I hope you are just listening. But hey, listening is a great way to learn English. With that said, let's get right into the lesson. Did I say hi to Maria? I don't know if I did, but she is modding the chat right now. Erroni from Italy. He will also be a moderator. Skeletor is here. Hey, you know what? I forgot to say welcome to the gold members. Skeletor became a gold member on the last live stream we did about baby seals. 
got a little something for you. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yeah, so as a gold member, you do have access to the volley server. We send messages back and forth every day. Audi dropped quite a few messages there. So if you want to see a little more of Audi's hometown in Thailand, check it out. Check it out. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. A few new names in the chat too. Welcome. Welcome. Hope you're doing well. Sha, hope you're doing well. Maybe, maybe from Iran? Maybe? All right, let's do it. Oh, Manuel's here. Hope you're doing well down there in South America. So that's my face right there. And uh, there's a steering wheel there. And there's also a yield sign. A yield sign. So keep that in mind because we will be talking about yield signs in a little bit. Not easy to say. A little different from a stop sign. Oh, Anya's here. Germany's in the house. The next one, or should I say maybe the first official one, is what we call in English a speedometer. That's how you pronounce that thing. It's a speedometer. And here in the United States, we travel in miles per hour. If you visit other countries and speak English there, they will probably talk about kilometers per hour. But here in the United States, we have to be different. The rest of the world uses kilometers. We use miles. We use the English system. And guess what? The English over in England, they've stopped using their own system. And yet Americans continue to use that old system. Yelena, hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. So I do have a sentence for you. Let's read it. And you can practice shadowing if you would like. If you don't know what shadowing is, it's when the teacher, the native speaker, says a sentence you can practice your pronunciation right after them, or you can try to speak along with them. And of course, if you're watching live, you can pause, replay. If you're watching on the replay, doesn't matter anyways, right? You can pause it. The speedometer tells you how many miles per hour you are going in a car. The speedometer tells you how many miles per hour you are going in a car. And you might see that acronym P8, sorry, MPH, miles per hour. That's just a shorter way we write miles per hour. And you will see that on a lot of signs. Speed limit signs tell you how fast you should go. On the highway where I live, you can go 70 miles per hour. On roads that are more in the city, it might be 25 miles per hour. 
Let's check the chat just to make sure there are no questions. Anytime you have a question about what is being covered in this lesson, put the question in the chat and I will do my best to answer it. Was it Yield? Yes. One of Pearl Jam's albums. I think that's the one right after Vitology. I think they put out Yield. I think I didn't like that one as much. Love, love Vitology though. Better Man is on that. Good stuff. Captain, what is going on here? I got a heads up display on my dad's car, so I don't even need to look at it. Thankfully, my neighbors are talking. Can you hear them? Should we listen in on their English conversation? I don't know what they're talking about. I shouldn't eavesdrop. That's what we say in English. When you listen to a conversation you are not part of, you eavesdrop. Some people think that's rude. I think that's rude. Doesn't mean I don't do it. And Jamie's walking by, my wife. All right. Let's do it. Next one. Ooh, a tough one here. A tough one. So we have the term permit or driver's permit. Okay. And what a permit allows you to do is drive. Now, you don't have your license yet. You will first get your permit, which permits you to drive. Yeah, the noun and the verb are pronounced differently. We will talk about that in just a second. When people are learning to drive, they will get their driver's permit before they get their driver's license. Now, if a person is learning to drive, mostly teenagers, they will have to take a course. They will have to take driver's ed, we call it, which is short for driver's education, driver's ed. So many of my students, Austin is in the chat right now, many of my students will be taking driver's ed in the next couple years. And when they complete that course, they will get their driver's permit. They usually have to drive with their permit for about a year. They often have to drive with a parent or someone who is over 18. That way they can learn to drive the other person in the passenger seat, not the driver's seat. The driver's seat is where the driver sits. The passenger seat is pretty much all the other ones. But the one in front, ooh, in the United States, it's to the right of the driver. We might call that the passenger seat or shotgun. I don't know why shotgun. Probably, probably don't want to know why. But yeah, they will drive with their permit for about a year and then they can get their license after they know how to drive a little bit better. <sighs> Permit. That's the noun. Like in the picture, that woman is holding her permit. 
It's a thing. But it permits you to drive. That's the verb. It permits you to drive or allows you to drive. Permit as a verb. Sorry. Permit as a verb. Permit as a noun. I pronounce differently. I'll do that one more time. Permit as a verb and permit as a noun are pronounced differently. Don't you love English? I mean, same exact spelling, different pronunciation. I'm sorry. I did not invent this language. I only tried to teach it. Look at this. What's this? Mode is here. Watch out for mode. Please, anyone moderating the chat, watch out for mode. He does try to play tricks. Hey, what do you mean can drive a car? I can drive a, a stick, not any car. Okay, so stick is not something we are covering today. I think it's only old people like me, maybe mode, maybe mode is my age. But in a car, it's either automatic, which means you don't have a stick. All of the cars that I drive now are automatics. You just need to shift the car into drive and step on the pedal and you are good to go. But stick or manual transmission, big word, didn't plan on covering it, but a manual transition, transmission, manual transmission is one of those things where in the middle of the car, you have to do this sort of thing. And if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see that. But it's not as easy to drive a stick as it is to drive an automatic. Hope that helps. Pretty Wolf. The driver's license is very expensive. At least 1,500 euros? And it's not very easy to get. When you get it, you only have six points the first year. Um, what does that mean, points? In English, some states will have points, and then you can lose those points if you get a ticket for speeding or going too fast. I don't think my state has the point system, but that, that makes sense. So in the United States, actually, Linda... She is a channel member. And she asked this in the members discord. If you would like to become a member, I'm sure there is a link there. Silver members and gold members are in the discord. And she asked, what is the process of getting a driver's license in the U.S.? Are the theoretical and practice tests difficult? So most of the time, People who want to get their driver's licenses are teenagers. It's just kind of something teenagers do. Because as I mentioned before, if you live in the United States, it's hard to get around without a car. So most people will start at age 15 going for their license. 
they will attend driver's ed. I believe it's about 30 hours of course time. You are in a classroom learning the rules of the road. And then there are more hours. It might be 15 hours or 30 hours, I'm not sure, where you have to drive with a teacher or you drive with an instructor. And after you complete those hours, you get your permit, like we talked about before. You get your permit. That's covering it there. You do get your permit. And after about a year of driving with other people who know how to drive, you will then get your license. I believe the whole process costs about $500 to $600. So certainly cheaper than what Freddie has to do in France. I hope that helps, Linda. Thank you so much for being a channel member. Speaking of channel members, there's Skeletor. You have a manual. So that's another way we would call a um, not an automatic, a manual transmission. Harder to drive. I drove one for years, though. If I can do it, anyone can do it. Hey, just a real quick hello to Amina up in Canada. I know she was sick earlier this week. I hope you're feeling better. Anya says, in Germany, there is a point system. Ah, oh, for driving too fast. For speeding, you can lose points. Yeah, in the United States, or at least my state. So in the United States, there are 50 states. In each state deals with driving a little differently. So if you go to another state, it is good to understand the laws for driving there. Most of the laws are the same, but um, we don't have a point system. You just get fined. When you get fined, that means you have to pay money to the government. Not very fun. Is L Linda's in the chat? Okay, yes. Okay, Linda, welcome. All right, happy to do it. Thank you so much. The next one, we talked about permit, which, which permits you to drive. The next one here, steering wheel. Hopefully that one is pretty simple to understand. Just in case you didn't know what that thing was in English, we call that a steering wheel, steering wheel. You can usually find the horn in the center of the steering wheel. And the horn in English is that thing you press on and it goes beep, beep. So if somebody is going too slow, you can lay on the horn and tell them to hurry up. No, that would be rude. Don't do that. We will talk about road rage later. Be careful. Be nice when you're driving on the road, right? I think there are no questions about the steering wheel. That is pretty straightforward. Beep, beep. How do you like that sound effect? Didn't that sound exactly like a car horn? Beep, beep. Not only can I teach English, I can do great sound effects. 
Not really. I just try to. Right. What would happen if we lost all the points? Um, I think what would happen, at least in Maine, if you get too many fines, if you speed too much, drunk driving, drinking alcohol, and then trying to drive, you can lose your license. You can lose your right to drive a car. So if it gets bad enough, you can be put in jail. So yeah, it can get really bad. Luckily, I have never been given a speeding ticket. Never been given a speeding ticket. I would like that to continue. All right. Um, Talia, hey, thank you for being a channel member. What's a flywheel? The only kind of flywheel I would know is like for fishing, I believe. On a fishing pole, we might have a flywheel. But as far as I know, nothing to do with driving. Only to do with fishing, I think. All right, the next one. We did have a couple questions about carpooling. I think I did an intro to this lesson and I mentioned carpooling. So let's talk about carpooling right now. It is very popular in the United States. Carpooling is when a group of people are going to the same place. So one person will drive and the other people will ride along as passengers. Why would you do this? Well, to save money and to save wear and tear on your car. And we'll talk about wear and tear in just a minute. But here's a, a sentence for you. Some people will carpool to work to save money. When you carpool, you share a ride with another person. So if one person drives for a week, another person might drive their car the next week. That way you will save money on gas. You will save wear and tear. It saves wear and tear on a person's car. You will hear that term often in English, and that means having to get new tires, having to get a new engine, just all of the things that wear down, an English phrasal verb, that wear down on your car when you drive. The engine, the battery, we're not going over all of the parts of the car, but as you know, whenever you drive, you're doing damage to your car a little bit, but the tires, you know, they're not as new as they were before you drove. So wear and tear on the car, oil changes. I didn't talk about that, but two things you put in the car are gas. We'll talk about gas in a minute. But then you also put in oil. It's darker, blacker than gas. And so some people have to get an oil change every 3,000 miles. If you're carpooling, 
you're not driving as many miles. So there isn't as much wear and tear on your car. In the United States, we also have something called carpool lanes. Carpool lanes. You will find these on the highway. And as long as you are carpooling, you can use this lane. And oftentimes, when traffic is very heavy, when it's rush hour, we will talk about that in a minute, you can get to where you need to go, maybe work or home, you can get there more quickly in the carpool lane because there are fewer cars in the carpool lane. You can only go in the carpool lane if you are carpooling. If maybe you and at least one coworker are in the car together, somebody you work with, you cannot go in a carpool lane if you're driving by yourself. And yes, you can get a ticket for driving in the carpool lane if you are not driving with a carpool. Hope that helps. Checking the chat here just to make sure. Oh, Skeletor, I thought you were one of my students in my classroom, like Austin. All right. Yes, there's Austin. He's a student in my class. He knows English, but he's hanging out in the chat. Thank you, Austin. Yeah, so Skeletor, join us in the uh, the volley server. Ah, my blue jeans are well-worn, Manuel says. Yeah, I'm, we I'm wearing blue jeans today, too. But they must not be well-worn because Jamie asked, are those jeans new? I said, no, I've had them for a few years. But they feel warm, worn. They're nice and comfortable. Hey, Madi's here. Amina is saying hello to Madi. I did not see him, but I hope all is well in Saudi Arabia. Ooh. Yulia, what? I have never seen that word in my life. Amortization, I guess, is maybe how you pronounce it. I have never seen that word in my life. So as I always say, if I am a native English speaker, I have been speaking English for more than 40 years. I have been teaching English for more than 20 years. If I have never seen that word, maybe you don't want to use it because it's likely that other English speakers will not know that word. Now, one thing I do know about that word is in the middle is the root word mort, M-O-R-T. And when you see that in English, there's a good chance it means something about death. So I wouldn't use that word, but it probably has something to do with something getting worse or slowly dying or something like that. But I would not use that one. All right. Wow. Austin. I did not pay him to say that. He says he is a cool teacher. One of my favorites. He can, he can dish all the dirt. 
he can he can say all the bad things. Miho is here from Japan. Hope you're doing well. The next one is Dead End. Speaking of dead in Mort, a dead end. That is a road that just comes to a complete stop. You may see that road sign in the United States. Be prepared. You are going to have to turn your car around and go the same way you came. I got a a sentence for you here. Dead end. A dead end is when the road comes to a complete stop and you need to turn your car around. It happens, especially in smaller towns, there might be a lot of dead end roads. A lot of Americans like to live on dead end roads because the only traffic going down that road is usually people who live there. They're usually very quiet roads. There isn't any through traffic. Through traffic is when people pass by a house and they might be going to work, to the store. They're just going through your neighborhood, but they're not stopping through traffic. Dead end. This is not true, but I have a sentence. Sounds like the garage door is opening. Maybe my wife, Jamie, is leaving. Oh, she said she was going to the store. This is not a true sentence, but let's practice this foreshadowing. I live on a dead-end street. I don't. But I do live in a quiet neighborhood. Usually, the only people driving by my house are people who live in my neighborhood. We don't have a lot of through traffic. Brakes. We can... (laughs) Jamie's shaking her head. We can talk about brakes. I don't know if you just heard those brakes squeaking, but we just had the brakes done on our car a couple weeks ago. They work great, except when you're going backwards in the car. We might say backing up. When you're backing up and you push on the brakes to stop the car, they squeak. That's that. That's how I would describe that noise. If you heard it, the brakes are squeaking. So yesterday, Jamie took the car to the mechanic. A mechanic is a person who fixes cars. Jamie took the car to the mechanic and they said, wait a couple more weeks. If the brakes still squeak, we will need to replace them. We will need to get you different brakes. We won't have to pay for it, but new brakes squeak sometimes. But I have a feeling we will be going back. Screech. You could call it a screech, but I would call that a squeak. The brakes are squeaking. A screech might be what a person does when they can't sing very well and their voice is high 
Ooh, that person is screeching. Maybe a witch. It's getting close to Halloween. If you've ever heard a witch speak, sometimes they screech when they speak. All right, just looking through the chat here. See if I'm missing anything. It's being funny. He said, did he promise you an A just to say that? You'll never know our secret. Hey, (laughs) I'm a big believer in breaks in class. We are in class for 55 minutes, my students and I. And from all the research that I've done, it is best to learn 20 minutes at a time. So this English lesson will probably go 40 to 60 minutes. So maybe a little too long, but you can always watch on replay. In class, it's a, it's a little different. Cuba's in the house. Dunsne, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. All right. Check in the chat. I might be missing some things. I'm sorry, but love it mode. What happens in Mr. Watson's class stays in Mr. Watson's class. That's true. And what happens in the Discord server stays in the Discord server. Screeching brakes. No, no, no. She was not driving very fast. She was just backing out of our driveway. And they were squeaking. Ah, but hmm, this is not an English lesson about verbs that make sounds. In English class, we might call that onomatopoeia. I promise that's a real English word, onomatopoeia. Those are words that actually make sounds like screech, squeak, oink, meow, bang. Screeching brakes, though, that, yes, if somebody was coming to a stop after going fast, they might screech their brakes manual. Yes, thank you. It's great use of that word. Great use of that word. All right, back to the lesson. Cruise control. Cruise control. Let's look at a sentence. Cruise control is handy. When you are driving for a long time on the highway, you do not have to leave your foot on the gas. So at least in the United States, most highways, the traffic flows pretty well. You can stay at a constant speed. You don't have to go faster, then slow down and go fast again. If you can go at the same speed, you can put on cruise control. That's what we call it in English. It's a little button on the steering wheel that will basically keep the car at the same speed. It's really handy. It's really convenient. It's really nice. It doesn't make your foot hurt as much. Hope that helps. You know, one thing I forgot to talk about when we talked about carpool is the verb pool can actually be a verb. 
you may know pool as a big place with water nice to swim in during the summer sounds like there's some sirens in the distance but pool can also be a verb and it means to combine your money or to combine your resources you can pool your money together Is that loud? can you hear that pool can be a verb meaning to combine resources let's pool our money so we can get a really nice vacation home. That is something that happens in the United States with families. I have a brother. I have a sister. None of us are rich. But it is possible one day, if the three of us pool our money together, we could buy a vacation home. So... Maybe a week in the summer, my family can stay there. Another week in the summer, my brother's family can stay there. Another week, my sister. Pooling our money, combining it to buy something. Houses, land, probably not a car, but some families will pool their money, try to buy nice things. Hope that helps. Pool. Next one. It's a phrasal verb. Very common phrasal verb. Gas up. Just in case you haven't heard it before, it's kind of what it sounds like. You basically put as much gas into the tank. That's where the gas is stored in a car. You put as much gas as you can into the tank. Gas up. When you gas up your car, you put in as much gas as the tank will hold. You fill up your car. Both English phrasal verbs mean the same thing. Gas it up, fill it up. Put as much gas as you can. There's a lot of sirens. Hope everything is all right. Probably not, though. If everything was all right, I don't think we would be hearing as many sirens. Please let me know in the chat. Can you hear the sirens? Weed. What does that mean? This this is not about weed. Okay. Mode is confused for a second. Hold on a sec. Wait. Hang on. Before we... This sounds like it might be a, um, a big question here. So let me grab a sip of water. Be right back. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right. If anybody would like to get a mug that shows off how much you like English, there is free shipping in the store today. I think there is a link. I also have a uh, sweatshirt that I'm wearing. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right. Um, for today only, though, check out the store. It is free shipping. It should be free international shipping. If you're watching this on replay, don't worry about it. Like, I will let you know when free shipping is back. They do it about once every month. 
it's been on there for a couple days. I just haven't mentioned it, but if anybody wants to get anything from the store, free shipping. I'm told free international shipping too, which is which is crazy. I think I have um because I tried it this morning. And um you should see a little if you if you choose to buy something, take a look at this. Um yeah, all I had to do was push like redeem at least that's what it told me in english to redeem the sale and then it took off uh shipping so you could get a mug like this if you would like like 15 bucks something like that show everyone how much you love english but again if you're watching on replay don't don't buy it there, there, there will be a another sale i'll let you know mode had a question i'm always i'm always i'm always nervous when mode has a question but he's confused let's make sure he's not confused anymore i'm a little confused so you can only use screech when with brakes when it comes to a stop after going fast but we can't use it for any other sounds that come from brakes i mean you could you could you could say the brakes were screeching when jamie backed up but i would describe it as squeaking squeaking is just a little bit shorter of a sound squeak like a mouse the noise a mouse makes in english we would call it a squeak a screech is a little bit longer it lasts a little bit longer just like that person singing yeah screech it also might, not that I have a lot of hair left, but when you hear screeching, the hair on your head might stand up. You get that funny feeling in your back. Oh, if you're young, you don't know this. But if you take your fingernails and you take a chalkboard, that would be a screech. If you scrape, another big word there. If you scrape your fingernails along a chalkboard, that's a screech. That's not a squeak. Hope that helps. Maybe I should do an entire English lesson on, on verbs that make sounds. Could do that. Or, or it could be a noun. Depends on how you use it. The, the brakes were squeaking verb i heard a squeak noun hope that helps mode good question for as tricky as mode is as sneaky as mode is sometimes with his tricks he does have good questions oh no what happened what happened i'm just uh sounds like oh no okay so jamie we heard, this is this is live folks this is live breaking news um do i have my phone on me um they are actually blocking off all the streets streets going that way so she's trying to get to the store this is breaking news this is breaking news everyone yes that's wait what i'm i need to back oh no so we're talking about driving uh it's a pretty bad accident it sounded bad um 
if I was a really good YouTuber, I would say, yes, Jamie, we are only sharing the pictures in the Discord server. You need to become a member. But that wouldn't, that wouldn't be very nice, right? Come on. Hey, all of the English is free on this channel. The, if you become a member, it's just a bonus. A little more, a little more talking. Maybe a few more questions answered. If she does share pictures with me, I will, I will try to share them on my phone. How about that? If I can, but I will also, I will also put them in the Discord server. All right. Yeah, it's just not good, man. I hope, I hope nobody's hurt. That is just a, a horrible day for anyone involved in an accident. Just hopefully everyone is safe. Now, Elena, I didn't want to say anything. She says, Brent, aren't you scared when Jamie's driving? Oh, oh, okay, okay, that's different. Now, when I heard the sirens, I thought, oh, she was traveling that way. In the back of my mind, I did have a thought like, oh, I hope Jamie wasn't involved in an accident. But this is a different question. Brent, aren't you scared when Jamie's driving? We have many men who are afraid when their wife drives the car. No. That is not that is not a fear that I have. Jamie is very capable. I think women are just as capable of men driving. Um, my daughter drives. My son drives. Now that worries me a little bit, just because they don't have as much experience. But I know that they are uh, mature. Nails on a chalkboard. Yes, that is an English term we say sometimes. If something is a bad sound, you might hear, oh, sounds like nails on a chalkboard. Maybe you have that person in your life who just has a voice that like nails on a chalkboard. Car doors. Hmm. Car doors. They might, I think they would squeak. Yeah. That's a good question. The windows That'd probably squeak as well. Maybe if, when you're rolling down the window and there's a long noise, that's uh, could be screech. But hey, if you're an English learner, English isn't your first language. Don't worry too much. Screech, squeak, they're very much the same, almost completely the same. Excuse me. All right, let's get back. Everyone is okay, Jamie says. Good. Ooh, okay, the accident is 1.5 miles from our house. H-O-U-S-E. My neighbor is coming. Yeah, I told you about the um, older neighbor. He doesn't know about the internet, so he just might. Uh, not gonna be let's go on with the lesson here. But if he says hi, I'll have to stop. All right, the next one is headlights. Headlights, and that might that picture might tell the whole story. That part of the car is called headlights. It is a myth. Women drive the car better than men, Manuel says. Hey, that's great. Yeah, I think equally, right? There are some bad drivers who are men, and there are some bad drivers who are women. Good call. Love it. 
Hang on. What was the firing up? I just heard someone firing up their car. Did you hear that, folks? I didn't hear it, but doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, you could say that. Fire up their car, start up their car, crank their car. Bunch of different ways to say start the car. Yeah, nicely done, mode. Rubber duck squeak. Harry, couldn't have said it better myself. Squeak, squeak, perfect. All right, Mega. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, that's what makes English so hard sometimes is we have 50 words to say the same thing. Or there might be just a minor little difference. Brent wrote a book. How do you know? How do you know this? Are you in my are you in my class? Because I do I do read a book. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the chat anymore, but yeah, my students are currently reading a book that I, I wrote, but it's not published yet. All right. Next one. This one may be a little harder though. And that is high beams. So we just talked about headlights. Those are the regular lights on your car, but if it's really dark and you are the only one on the road, you can make those lights brighter. And in English, we call those high beams. Your high beams. And I have a sentence for you. If you are the only car on the road, and it's dark out, you can turn on your high beams. If you are the only car on the road, and it's dark out, you can turn on your high beams. That helps. Speaking of accidents, speaking of headlights, I usually drive with my headlights on because many people say it's safer. That's what I do. I don't know. When you drive, do you drive with your headlights on all the time? Even if it's daylight out, I do. When I think of it, I turn on my headlights. People say you are less likely to get into an accident if your headlights are on. Is that true? I don't know. But I think, why not? Just put on the headlights. The next one, intersection intersection. An intersection is when two roads cross each other. And in that picture, there is definitely an intersection. And what makes an intersection so difficult that if a road crosses another road, you could have an accident. Cars know, need to know when to stop and when to go. So luckily, an intersection is where two roads cross. Sometimes we have stoplights or sometimes we have stop signs. So if it's a really busy intersection, you will probably have stoplights where you will have a red circle. In the middle, there will be a yellow circle and at the bottom, a green circle. 
And if it's not quite so busy, you might just have stop signs. Hope that helps. Let's check the chat just to see if anything. Mode says, very nice. Brent is becoming the new Stephen King. No, 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 no. Cat. So there must be more of my students in here. Now, feel free to uh, feel free to uh, summarize what the book is about, Captain. Huh? I, I'm so confused. I don't know who um, who are like people I've met in person and who are people from other countries. I'm so confused now. Ah. Freddie Wolf says the headlights are mostly automatic on cars. See, not my cars. My cars are a little older. So I think our newest car is a 2016. The other car is a 2013. So no automatic lights for me yet. Maybe when we upgrade to another car many years from now. Right, it's easy for Brazilian people. I already got it before you say it. Oh, nice. Nice. I love it when a person's native language is similar to English. Sometimes there will be words the first time you see it, but I know that. Unfortunately, if you speak Japanese or Indonesian or Persian or Russian or Ukrainian, not as close to English as Portuguese or Spanish or French or Italian. All right. Oh, Ethan Hodgson is in here. I know him. He's a former student, but his sister is a current student. All right, Noriko from Japan. Question. Can we say traffic lights or signal instead of stoplight? Yeah, you will hear traffic lights. It's a bit more formal. Um, traffic signal, absolutely. Yeah, I think most Americans would probably say stoplight. I would think. Let's check. Let's check the phone to see if um, Jamie has. Che- oh, five minutes ago. Oh gosh. All right. I will also share this in. Um, in the Discord server, as the UPS truck comes, somebody is getting a package. Um, so, yeah, pretty bad accident there. We would say that that car is flipped over. But luckily, it looks like, according to Jamie, nobody was hurt. Huge. That is huge. Oh, my gosh. Mode. Mode. I was not going to talk about donuts. Um, so, as you probably know, I love to eat donuts. You probably know that term. But also, when it comes to driving, a donut, fun to do in the snow. Yes, I have. Brent, have you ever done a donut in a parking lot in the winter? You know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. And yes, I have. Yeah, so I used to have a car, 
and it had an emergency brake. So I didn't plan on explaining emergency brake, but if you've ever driven a car, you probably know you have two pedals, the gas pedal, which makes it go, and the brake, which makes it stop. But if you park on a hill and you just want a little more security, you can put on the e-brake. For some cars, the e-brake is a little pedal you push on and that pedal stays like pushed in using some English phrasal verbs. But there are other emergency brakes, or we might call them e-brakes, where you lift up on a handle and that will help the car stay in place. Well, if it's icy or snowy out and you go a certain speed and you lift up on that e-brake, the car will go around in circles a few times. It's what we call donuts. And yes, I might have done a few donuts in my past. It's fun. It's, it's pretty safe as long as uh, nobody else is in the parking lot. Oh, my gosh. All right, just looking through the chat. Love to see it. Yeah, um, Natalia down in Chile says, so sad of an accident car, so expensive. By the way, that hurts. I, yeah, I can imagine that person is going to be probably pretty sore tomorrow. And I hope they have good insurance. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Yep, we just got the message. Jamie sent those pics. There is one other picture, but I thought um, I shared the best one. Let's see. This one. There are. Let's see. You can see there is an ambulance there. And it looks like the fire department is there. So Jamie and I actually used to live really close to where this is. Ooh, somebody else is driving by with a trailer. You probably hear that bouncing around. All right, Musa says, I once drove a car with a guide. I'm still a second grader, which is a little weird. That would be very illegal in the United States, but pretty cool. I'm sure you had a good time. All right, Austin says that he has driven his dad's truck. It happens. Yeah, Austin is probably 13 or 14, so getting ready for those driver's lessons, it happens. Uh-oh, what happened? Mode, come on. If you encourage people to do donuts, a lot of them will end up with their car flipped up like they are. That one is. I, I don't – did Mo, Mode never encouraged anybody, did he? I think he just asked a question. He didn't say you should do it. Um, and I am not encouraging anybody to do it, but it can be done safely, I think. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. Marco, how are you? I'm new here. Hey, and if you are new, please don't forget to subscribe. I'm new here. I'd like to know, is there any phrase that describes that, although something bad happened, there isn't something even worse. 
Mm. Man, that's a good question, Marco. How could we say that? I don't know if there is a saying like that. I always try. I always try to remember um, somebody is always having a worse day than I am. I try to say that all the time. I had a pretty bad summer. Um, you know, my house flooded and some other things went on, but I always knew like somebody has it way worse. So maybe you could say that, you know, it's bad right now, but somebody always has it way worse. So we do sometimes say that, and it's always good to remember, at least for me. Oh no, my mood, a little late. That's okay. There's always the replay. Donuts, the eating kind or the driving kind? I say both. Both are pretty exciting. Harry says he prefers eating donuts to doing donuts. That's a good, that's a good thought to have. Much safer to eat donuts. But if you eat too many donuts, it's not good for you. Hmm. Not too many donuts. In English, we say moderation. If you do something in moderation, you don't do too much of it. There is a saying, everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. All right. We have been doing this for about an hour. I could do this even longer. It is so much fun, but we should wrap it up. I do need to pack. Jamie and I are going to be spending the night in a hotel. I will do an English lesson from that hotel. If you've seen any of the other um, lessons on this channel at a hotel, you know the drill. You know what happens. I start recording. I can't stop recording until I get to my room. And we learn English all the way. Thank you so much, everyone, for stopping by. I hope Danny, Danny from France, she's just arriving. She's been a channel member for a long time. Wanted to say hi to Danny before we left. Hope everything is well. Yeah, thank you so much for stopping by. Anya, Aroni, Maria, thank you so much for moderating the chat. Thank you so much for subscribing. Don't forget to click that like button if you haven't. And I'll see you next week with another English lesson. I don't have one planned. So if you want to leave a comment, let me know. I'm open to ideas. All right. Adios, amigos. I will see you soon, probably next Saturday, with another English lesson. Adios, amigos.